Yo, what's up, people? It's Brianna Bassell from the Fluent in Black podcast. We have a special, special guest here today, Zajri. This man is a serial entrepreneur, has a lot of successful businesses. But today we're going to talk about his credit repair agency and all the success stories they created. Zajri, intro, intro. Hey, how you guys doing? How you feeling today? I'm good, man. I'm good. Good, good. So where did you start from? I know me, you have similar upbringings, Mm -hmm. you know, like. Where did you grow up? Just talk about your upbringing and then how you got into the credit repair space. So basically, I grew up in Rosen, in the Rosen community, single parent household. I didn't really understand the credit game. What happened was when I was, I think I was like 27, my mother passed away. Mm-hmm. All right. She always taught me to save my money. She taught me to just save, 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 save. Stay away from credit. Credit is bad. You never want to have it. Use cash and things like that, okay? Mm. And I didn't understand how important credit was until when she passed away. So I tried to move. Had to put down a high four or $5,000 deposit. Mm. I was... Been I there. Yeah. <laughs> didn't understand why. Try to get a car. No. Try to get a phone. No. When I got my first car, it's a Dodge Charger. I'll never forget it. 2006, <laughs> I think my card was almost $700. So I'm thinking, okay, $700 is not nothing. It's small. It ain't nothing. I can afford that. But the car was only $16,000. I, I didn't know nothing about APR. I didn't know that after the seven, eight years, that 15000 changed until 50000 60000 So mm-hmm. it's like, as I'm older, now I understand the importance of credit. So that's, you know, that's where I just started. Okay. Yeah, I feel like in in our culture, it's it's hard for us to like know the benefits, right? It starts in the, in the household. School doesn't teach us that, right? So it's up to the parents to teach their kids whatever schools aren't teaching us, right? And like you said, a lot of a lot of black parents in our culture, right? They say only use your credit cards for emergencies, right? But it, man, like it's it's ways we can liquidate that credit card and like use it to invest in the property or start a business. It's, it's a lot of things we can do with credit, but my mom growing up told me only have a max of two, three credit cards. I'm like, why? I know a lot of multimillionaires with like 10, 20 credit cards, 50, 60,000 limits, right? And imagine what those high limits can do because you, you're using them to invest. You feel me? So how did you get with the company you're worth now as far as the credit repair? So basically, I, I started with the company I was with like four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I love about the company that I was with, that they focus more on, we always say we all win who losing. Mm-hmm. Focuses on helping breaking generational curses. Not focusing on as far as like the money, because a lot of people out here to do credit only focus on the money. They don't mm-hmm. really care about helping others. Focusing on the outcome of being able to meet a person like yourself, say if you have 400 credit score, and now you have a 700, you know, through the process. And they basically focus on education, mm. learning about bankruptcies, learning about check systems. Learn, I never knew what check system was, things like that. So now it, it, it cultivated me to focus on information and knowledge and wisdom. So it was like three or four years. And what's so funny is this year the company got challenged, okay? They got investigated by the FTC. Mm-hmm. So when FTC does an investigation, they shut everything down. So everyone's on YouTube. It was all these false allegations. And we won a battle. 
Nice. It's extremely hard to win against the FTC, but we won. They didn't see anything wrong about what we were doing, and they were basically happy about, you know, our financial literacy company. Okay. So what is a, a check system for people who don't know? Bring the mic up a little bit to you. So what check systems is, is basically what the banks use mm-hmm. to check and see have you did something wrong with another bank. Mm-hmm. Example, one time I walked to a bank, right? It was a young man outside. And he said, hey, I have a check that's $20,000. This is what we can do. Can you cash the check for me? Hmm. Once you cash this check, you just give me 3000 You can keep the 17000 hmm. If I was uneducated, I would have took the check and put it in my account. So what happens is when you put a check in your account, you may get some of the money. Hmm. Once that check bounces, you will have a negative account. Okay. With the bank. So if you have a negative account with the bank, they're going to report it to all the other banks. Toast. So now you can't get a bank account with the other banks all because you made an unwise decision. So check systems is what all banks use to check to see your history with banks. Okay. It's kind of, kind of like the, the, the way they communicate, basically. Yes. To check and see if you are worth having a bank account, if you're fraudulent. And things like that. So that's what it's about. Okay. And really quick, a lot of people online talk about credit, right? And just other topics. And they claim to be an expert. But, you know, they claim to say, okay, I can teach you how to grow like a million dollar business. But they don't have a million dollar business. They're making money from courses. What's your credit score? Just just for everyone to know, what's your credit score? You're talking about credit. Oh, my God. <laughs> what's your credit you score? <laughs> so I'm not happy with my credit score because I wanted to be higher because my wife's credit score is higher than mine. Okay. So right now my credit score is currently like 840. <sighs> but the highest you can get is maybe like a 900. <laughs> but it's different types of credit. Right. So if you get an auto loan, it's a credit score. If you get auto insurance, it's a credit score. Mm. If you get a job, it's a, it's a credit score for that as well, too. It's so different it's all, FICO it's scores, different, right? It's different. It's different. Different companies use different things to check. Mm-hmm. So example, a lot of people that I know, car insurance is really high. I think for my wife, 2022 Lincoln Navigator, black label, she only paid $80 a month. Mm. Full coverage. That's because of the credit, her credit score and her driving history. So once you get in an accident, your car insurance score will go down. Okay. So so different companies pull from different places. It's different. They, they use different kind, types of credit, like houses, cars, everyone. You, so you may see, have you ever seen you run your credit? You may see a 720 and a 710 or a 680. Yeah. Everyone uses their own types of ways to form for credit. Yeah, it's 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 definitely like a lot of them. So I have the Experian app to track my credit score, and I see all type of FICO eights, FICOs, this and that, and I'm like, I don't know what the heck that is. So example, if you go to Toyota, they use TransUnion, right? So if you have your own company, you want to run a person's credit, you may want to use Experian, and that's you know you may use that one score. If you want to buy a home. They may use like a vintage score. And what they do is they put all the scores together. Mm. And when they put all the scores together, they range it off into one score. So everybody's situation is different. Every company. Okay. So so in, in general, we know every company uses different scoring factors. But what advice can you give someone who wants to get their personal credit together? Besides calling you. 
to, to, to repair it. So free, you want to get some free, free, free gems? Yeah, free gems. Okay. The first thing you do is follow me on social media. Okay. <laughs> That's the first thing because I give a lot of information. You do. I, I don't really talk about scores. I want to give a lot of information. What is check systems? What is foreclosures? Bankruptcy seven. It's four different types of bankruptcies. It's a bankruptcy for people who have a farm and things like that. So I talk about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, you have to change your habits. You can't Google credit repair. You have to change the way you spend your money and stop using money. Stop using debit cards. Because if you use cash and debit cards, you never can build your credit. Mm-hmm. You don't get rewarded for using cash. If you spend $10,000 cash right now, you get no rewards. But if I use a $10,000 credit card, I get back rewards. I get back points. Mm-hmm. If you walk down the street and lose your $10,000, your money is gone. If someone hacks your credit card, they will get your money back in 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. If somebody hacks your debit card, they're going to suspend your, maybe freeze your account. And hopefully, they get your money back. If they feel like that you did it fraudulent, guess what? You're going to be in check systems. You're toast. So if you want to protect your money, people always say, I'm going to use my debit card. Use credit. Credit is protected to, to up to a million dollars. I think what's key here is you said change your habits. So someone can have a messed up credit score, right? They can have like a 500 because they have, let's say, 60% credit utilization just on consumer. They go into Louis Vuitton, you know, Gucci, just spending money on stuff, right? But... If, if if they pay that down and then how you fix their credit and take off other ne- negative items, right? Like late payments, you you can get them to like a 700, right? But if they back shopping, spending all their money, right? It's, it's, it's toast. Because to be honest, when I was in college, I had bad spending habits. I was maxing out my Amax on just stupid shit, just clothes, right? And then I got to a point where my mentor talked to me and I paid it down, Right. Couple of years later, I got out of college, got my first salary job. I thought I was balling, right? So I'm back spending all that money. I'm back in the same predicament. My habits did not change. So I could get my credit repair and get stuff off my credit, have much I want, right? How many times I want, it won't change nothing. And I think that's key here, especially in our community. Like our habits is, is bad. You know, we, we supporting companies and businesses that is not benefiting us. We, we, don't, we don't invest in ourselves. You know, or changing those habits. Wouldn't you agree? Man, most definitely. And uh, what's so funny, what you said about the the utilization. Mm. People always say on social media, on Google, 30%. So I'll tell a person. I thought that too when I came to you, right? Yes. (laughs) Use your credit cards and pay them back off in full. Mm. In full. If you have a $10,000 limit, use it and pay it back in full. Pay, pay it back every month because what happened will, will be in the in the past I would you know pay at the end of the month and I looked up now I owe 5000 yeah if you don't have it don't use it mm. and that's a that that's a, that's a that's a habit you you got to change your habits your ways you know so 0% i'm person saying if you want to reach 8900 i will say 0% because they're looking at if you have 10 credit cards they're going to say, oh, most definitely get this loan for $100,000. She's not using her credit as a payday loan. Okay. So so what if someone doesn't pay it back in full? Like what what percentage would you say that they need to stay under? Hypothetically. I so, know you, you prefer 0%. You showed me your credit cards. <laughs> when I first approached you, you was like, pay it off. I'm like, okay, damn, you're right. You know, so what would you suggest? Less than 10, 9, 8? 
I'm still going to say zero. Zero? You know why? On. This is why, though. Why? We're going to hear with interest. Okay. So think about it. If you, if they got a lot of credit cards, they don't read the fine writing. 27%. So if you, if you, if you have a hundred dollars and you're going to, you're going to wait and pay and you pay extra interest, it, don't, it doesn't make sense. Especially when paycheck to paycheck. When I got tricked when I, when I was younger, they said, you just pay the bare minimum. So I'm paying $27 thinking it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. But I look and I say, wait a minute, have you ever had someone in the past say, hey, my credit card was a thousand. Mm. In collections, it's at old twenty two hundred, because the interest. <laughs> yeah. And now you get all these credit cards in collection now because you did you wasn't wise when you was spending habits. Okay, so so let's get into some credit repair, right? You do your first, second, how many rounds you need to repair someone's credit? Um, do you know like uh, what laws? Does your because I know you have employees. What what laws do your company use to get certain things off? So basically, we use the Fair, Fair Credit Reporting Act that was established in 1970. So okay. what that means is, unfortunately, in in my culture, like I had a friend the other day, and he was like, "Man, I'm mad." I said, "Why?" He said, "Man, because I got three gas bills in my name." I said, "You lying?" Hmm. He showed me he had a gas bill when he was like 12. His parents. Or a senior. So basically, we look for errors. So by law, if it's an error, if they don't respond, they have to remove it. Mm -hmm. Like once I had a medical bill and I paid it. And I think that I don't know who was working at. They messed up and said I didn't pay it. But I had the receipt. But mm -hmm. by that time, it went to the credit bureaus. So I had to get it removed because there was an error. So our goal is to attack all errors. And, and a, lot, a lot of times, a lot of these companies do do them things. Yeah, because I know like some of your like your, your method consists of first you start off with like taking off old information, right? So basically you can start by so sometimes when people credit they have un addresses on there. Mm, a lot. Family members. You have an auntie that's decided to use your credit, got your social, now she's using her address. Mm. So or you may go to that amazing dealership and they run your credit a thousand times. Inquiries, so that looks bad. So now it's like you're desperate to get credit. So our job is to go and look and dissect everything on there. So that's what we do. Okay, okay. And has has there ever been a time where you were like unsuccessful in doing that? Because because lately, so Experian and like I think it's uh, Equifax, they've been sending out letters to people who have been disputing things off their credit reports. I got one too saying, you know, hey, we understand you're trying to fix your credit, but, you know, the information is accurate, basically like attacked it to try and stop people from fixing their credit. Right. And so basically, that's why it takes, I'll say, four to eight months. Okay. Mm -hmm. So say if you owe Verizon, all right? And, and, and first off, the credit bureaus doesn't work for the government. Right. It's gossip. The private Their job only. is to gossip and tell the world what they think is going wrong. Okay. Mm hmm. So, you may say I owe this bill, but show me the proof. Right. So, you do you remember in the past when a lot of people got took advantage of that with a lot of colleges out here and they no longer around? Oh, yeah. So, if they can't show the proof, they by law, that's why the Fair Credit Report, you have to show me the facts, you have to show me the truth. Mm -hmm. If they cannot show you the truth, they have to remove it. They do not work for the government. Their job is to tell lenders how responsible you are as a buyer. Okay. So the, the success rate is very high 
but you it's it's illegal to tell a person I guarantee you a 700 credit score because everybody's situation is different. Say if I get everything removed off your credit, your credit score is going to drop. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you don't have no you don't have any credit cards on it. You have nothing history. At all. It's right. So it's deeper than just disputing letters. That's just one part. You have to have a mixture of different things: history, credit cards, cars, houses. You have to have a mixture of credit. So it's just deeper than just um, disputing letters. Lifestyle for sure, for sure. Do you use the uh, FTC method uh, a lot? I know that that method is helpful to people who did have parents who you know use their social when they were younger. And and really quick, people, we gotta stop doing that, right? Stop using your kids' social to get bills in your name because yours is toast. That that stops a lot of people from building credit, and like they they don't know people like you, so they struggle. You know, they got to pay that high security deposit and can't, can't get that phone. That's like a generational curse in our culture, in my opinion. Everyone I know, everyone, it's probably like a handful, you included, of people who parents didn't do them like that, you know? And it's kind of like, okay. <laughs> you know, but I heard the FTC, that's helpful in doing that because that's basically reporting fraud. So the FTC basically is for the is for the consumer. So like I told you, the company that I work with, mm-hmm. FTC we were on an investigation because people were lying, saying, hey, we're not helping people fix their credit, which was, we are. You know, I done mm-hmm. had stories. Somebody texted me yesterday and say, hey, Zadri, my credit score is 703 now. And he posted on social media. So mm-hmm. it is the case if you do what you're supposed to do. So FTC is basically, their job is to protect the customer. So say if you have a, a business and you're doing some deceptive practice, like, you're treating people wrong. So it's like, FCC is like the big brother to make sure that we safe. Okay. So, you know, once they do the investigation, which they're going to do a deep investigation, go to court, if they can't find any flaws, then Mm -hmm. you won. It's rare to win against the FCC, but most definitely came out strong (laughs) because we about break generational curses. And and one thing I want to point out is that, me included, a lot of people um, think or used to think that the credit bureaus are government agencies. No, they are privately owned. You know, like people think by calling them, and sometimes that does work. If you uh, submit a complaint to the FTC or CFPB or whatever, you can call them and say, hey, I, I filed a complaint. This is inaccurate. Sometimes if you get the right rep, they'll remove it from your credit just off a phone call. You know, I'm in a few credit repair groups and, and, and it's been working, right? But a lot of people think they're owned by the government. They're not. They are privately owned. So you think calling them is, is going to help you get stuff off your report? No, their job is to make money. They don't care about you. They don't. They're privately owned and they're making profit. So as far as personal credit, let's talk about CPNs. <laughs> oh, Lord, here we go. Let's talk about CPNs. <laughs> So I know a lot of people who, so, you know, as, as you know, I have a car fleet uh, rental service here in Chicago. You know, I rent out cars, SUVs to people here in Miami, Las Vegas. That's one of my businesses. And I have uh, so many cars, my personal credit that I'm going to move to my business credit with the help of you. Right. But a lot of people told me like, Hey, well, just, just get a CPN and add, yeah, right. Add items to it and and you can get cars under that. And (laughs) me, I'm not that dumb. I know, I know it's, I know it's illegal. Right. (laughs) But a lot of people in our community think CPNs are illegal to use and they find themselves in a lot of trouble. 
Can you talk about that? Like, what what is a CPN? And like, if 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 you can get a CPN, why is it illegal to use it when buying things? CPN are CPNs are illegal. Okay. Okay. Sometimes people get it. So say if someone's trying to... Celebrities get it a lot. Like that or someone's trying to kill you or anything like that. You're trying to hide your identity, but they are illegal. So what happens is you can go to a website and you can buy a CPN, okay? Mm-hmm. And what people do is they put tray lines on them. So say yep. if I go buy a CPN and I, and I go put the tray lines on them, so now it's a different identity. So if I'm living in Chicago, but the CPN says, CPN says Texas... Mm-hmm. So this identity is not me. So what the average person do, they get CPNs, their intentions are wrong. Mm-hmm. Their intention is to get this car, get this jewelry, get these clothes, and don't pay it back. Mm-hmm. So now when the creditor tries to get the money, they can't because it's not even a real person. Mm-hmm. So it was a young lady that was on YouTube. This guy was publicly selling CPNs. He was having webinars and everything. <laughs> so the news had went to one of the meetings and everything like that. So the FBI went to that young lady's job. It's on YouTube. Yeah. It was, and it was on news. And it went to her job. Now she has a felony. Mm-hmm. Now the young man says, you guys just need to get your credit fixed right away. You don't need CPNs anymore. So it's basically, if you go get a car, mm-hmm. it says, put your social security number down. Right. Not a CPN. House. Mm-hmm. Social security number. If you go into a I dare you go into a dealership right now and say, Hey, I'm gonna use my CPN number. <laughs> if they call the police and you get caught with it, you're going you're to jail. Because it's like I it's like identity because cause a lot of CPNs come from babies. They take people babies social really? security. Yes, baby social security numbers. They're taking dead people's social security numbers. <laughs> so I tell people it's not a it's not a fresh start. It's not it's it's basically the average person don't even have that many that much credit issues. I just see a person have like five hundred dollars. So why would you get a whole CPN richer freedom for five hundred dollars? Yeah. Just get it fixed. But we live in a microwave society. McDonald's, you already order your burger, you get in three minutes. So let me get my credit fixed in two minutes. So when I meet people that like that that want that microwave process, that that process, I don't want to deal with them. Mm-hmm. And even like when it comes to credit repair, beware of the people that's charging you two and three thousand dollars to get your credit fixed. That's illegal. You can't charge the person a one time fee. You can't. You cannot. That's illegal to charge someone three thousand dollars one time. Mm-hmm. It's illegal to tell a person, "Hey, I guarantee you your eight hundred credit score." It's illegal to do credit sweeps. So that's a lot. People don't understand that it's a lot when it comes to credit game. Yeah, and, and I was definitely going to ask you about that. I see a lot of people guaranteeing like results in one to two months, and I'm like, that's a fast turnaround. You know, it looks appealing, and like you said, microwave society. I like that. Amazon, Amazon is, is like the biggest problem when it comes to that. Ever since Amazon started next day shipping, we've just expected everything just happen quick, you know. So what credit cards do you suggest to people who have not so good credit. They don't have good or excellent credit. They may have fair or bad. Like like what companies are are generous to people who are trying to like build their credit card history? It depends because if a person have a credit card, they can use their own money. They can use they can get a secure credit card. Secure credit card. And I also have different avenues that you can get a trade line. Okay. And a, a positive trade line. It's like a savings account. So one of the companies I deal with you may pay monthly $50 a month. Okay. And at the end of the term, you get 80% of your money back. So that's building history. 
And that's a different type of history. So once you do that the right way, credit card companies gossip. So once they start, once you start doing the right thing, they're going to start gossip. Have you ever looked in your mail and you see credit card discover American Express yeah. Visa? They're going to say, hey, Bree, she give her a credit card. So that's how it's <laughs> going to do. If you listen to my leadership, you do everything the right way. Be patient. Don't four to six months or maybe eight months. Mm you will be the one getting those credit card offers instead of those bill collector's offers. Okay. Because I know, like, my experience with certain credit cards, like, Capital One is a popular one you use when you're first building your credit, but they are stingy on the limits, real stingy, you know? But that's a common one that people start off with, especially college students. But, like, uh, how about credit cards that give, like, the biggest limits? I know, like, Navy Federal is one. When you have good credit, that they give really nice limits. American Express. This is the thing. Don't start off with a big limit. Mm -hmm. Because like American Express don't play. They don't give their... So say if you owe American Express $20,000, they are not going to give their debt to the credit bureaus. They're going to keep it. And they'll sue you too. They'll try to sue you. Yeah, huh? they don't, American Express don't play. <laughs> they don't play. Walmart don't play. It's a yeah. lot of companies that don't play. It's companies out here that will sue you for $200. So my thing is, Capital One is a real cool one, but you got to be aware of the credit card companies too because I don't want to slander, slander any credit card companies. For sure, for But sure. it's a lot of credit card companies that are charge you just to use their name. Hmm. So you might have to pay $100 a year and think that doesn't make sense. Use a secure credit card, practice the, your habits so that way you can get in the habit of not changing your lifestyle. Then that way, you'll be able to get, like Chase is a really good one because yeah. think about it. Why would I give you a big limit and your credit score 520? Why would I give you a big limit? It doesn't make sense. Some so companies you, are doing that. It's called predatory lending, right? I never heard of that. I know, I know, I know. I'm in Sabah, Navy Federal oh, Group. Oh, you basically saying that. Navy Federal so, give you a nice limit when your credit score is in like the low sixes or half fives. I ain't see that. <laughs> I think it's, but. Late, as of lately. But what I will say is mm -mm. that interest is high. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's so high. it's used to hurt you. It's predatory lending. And you don't want to mess up with Navy Federal because it's a really good, because I have Navy Federal as well. You don't want to mess up with a, with, a, with a good credit union like that. So my suggestion to, to anyone, anyone that's watching, start small, mm -hmm. work on your mindset, work on discipline, and then eventually they're going to, example, Navy Federal had, in one of my credit cards, they increased it to 25000 Yeah. And it was 10000 So they see and they're going to increase it. So if you do everything the right way, mm -hmm. you read what you sow. Okay, okay. So what is a trade line, since we've been talking about that for a minute, to someone who doesn't know what a trade line is? Read the book, now. this <laughs> Okay. Follow Zajri on Facebook. Yeah, so follow me. So basically what a trade line is, is say you're my daughter, okay? Right. And I have a credit card. You can add your daughter on your credit card and she gains your history. Mm -hmm. So that's why when you get some people that kids' credit score is like set. Like my son is like 11. His credit score is 700s. Yeah. Because I put him on my credit cards. So that's yeah. he's, I'm letting him borrow my history. Okay. And, and and that's what a trade line is. But you don't want to get on a trade line with a person that's irresponsible because it can't hurt you. Mm -hmm. Trade lines are, are not credit repairs. So you can't get a trade line and you got 19 different negative things on your credit. So a lot of people think that trade lines... It's like a lifesaver. It's, it's a lifesaver. And it, it has to match your lifestyle. So, example, like you, 
you can't get nobody no trade line because you looking nice over there. You know, ain't gonna tell nobody your business, but you looking nice. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> if a person have, if I have a two hundred dollar credit card and I'm on your credit card is a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, it doesn't match. Yeah. So if you are gonna get a trade line, make sure you trust the person because you got to give me your social. Yeah. So me personally, I wouldn't just get anybody my social, and just make sure they're responsible. So that's what a trade line is. It's it's it's, it's someone basically sharing their history. Because some people might not understand. So say if you're on an account with your grandmother and she's been with T-Mobile for 10 years, okay? Mm-hmm. She's going to have perfect history. Mm-hmm. So if you want to upgrade, you pay zero down because you're, t- you're tied to her her history. Mm-hmm. If you branch out on your own, you have to build that history that grandmother has. For sure, for sure. I, I, I definitely added a couple of people on my, on my American Express. But I will say that the, the trade line industry is like, it's some... It's some Good money to be made. Like if you if you have credit cards with high limits, again, you should be able to trust that person. But a lot of people are charging like five hundred a month. Keep them on for two three months. Shit, you get five ten of those a month on different credit cards. That's a whole income right there. But you gotta be careful because credit card companies will you lose your credit card. Yeah, I heard Amex. <laughs> they will kick you off. Yeah, kick and, you off. And then certain companies for sure. You don't want to when it comes to trade lines. I don't do them personally. No. No. I don't care if you give me $3,000, I won't do it. Mm. Because I don't want to tie my address to you. So say if sure. you do something you ain't got no business and, and the police look for you, they don't come on my house, look for you because you're, mm-hmm. my address is tied to your history now because of that credit card. Really? Yes. Whenever you add trade lines to people, you know, whatever you live was going to be on their credit report. So I, I'm straight. They can keep they, they can keep their $3,000. Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought it was as simple as going your credit card, oh, no. adding them, and making sure the card not sent to them. You know. Oh yeah. Have you ever looked at your credit history, credit, and you see all them addresses? Yeah, a ton of them. So that's oh. what trade lines do. Yeah. So now you got somebody that you met knocking on your door saying, "Hey, how you doing?" Oh yeah. It ain't worth it for me. Uh-uh. That makes sense. That makes sense. So enough about personal credit. Let's let's get into business credit. I know when I came to you. Uh, and I told you, like, yeah, I have, you know, the uh, Uline, the Granger, you know, gas cars for my business. And you were like, <laughs> he gave me the stale face. I, I was like, okay. I thought I was doing something. You was like, nah. <laughs> so how do you go about building business credit? Foundation again. Mm-hmm. It's deeper than just Uline. You have to get the foundation right, the grass mm-hmm. and the seeds right first before you can graduate to that, okay? Mm-hmm. You got to have a business phone number, not a cell phone number. That costs. So, number one, you got to have money. Mm-hmm. If you don't have no money, don't even think about it. Just wait. Not now. Not mm-hmm. yet. You have to have a business address. This is a very judgmental world. If I have a business address in Inglewood and you have one in Hoffman Estates, the bank will do business with you faster because of the area you're in. Facts. You have to have a business address. That costs. Mm-hmm. Have you ever went on a website and that said pizzahut at gmail.com? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gmail. Right. You have to get a real email. That's, that's $6 guess, a month on GoDaddy. But some is more. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to, it's a lot of stuff. You have to get the foundation right. You have to pay every year to have your stuff registered. 
with the state. So I pay. So every if you look my business up, you're gonna see it's been around for like four or five years. Mm -hmm. They see all that stuff. They see the biz owner, everything like that, because business is public record. So it's deeper than that. Because if you don't have the foundation and you're trying to get the credit cards, a lot of people think that getting an LLC is building business credit. It's not. Exactly. You gotta get you a business account. Mm -hmm. How are you gonna have a business? You don't have a business account. You have to get a business account. You guys have cash flow. How can you have a business and you make a hundred dollars a month? <laughs> no, you can't even afford the email address. <laughs> so, so business is 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 is, is 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 man. It ain't it ain't for everybody. <laughs> where, where where can someone purchase like a business phone number or like a um, business address? I know I heard of Regis. Yeah, it's a business address. I have a program for people now. Nice. I charge a one-time fee, mm -hmm. but it shows you all the steps, step one, step two, step three, and it also have staff, okay? So say if you sign up today, my staff will call you every day for mm -hmm. the first seven days. Mm -hmm. Dude, what you need help with? What do you need help with? What do you need help with? Okay? After that, they will call you for a year because unfortunately, a lot of people are lazy, they need to get pushed. 100%. Everybody like that. I don't care what nationality. We all got some laziness. And we need, I know I need to work out. I know I need to eat. I need to drink more water. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So my staff is going to push you. Mm. If I die tomorrow, guess what? Business ain't going nowhere. Mm -hmm. so, so there's still that support that's going to be there with me being here and with me not being here. So most definitely, if they wanted all the tools to, for successful business, inbox me and I can show them away. <laughs> For sure, for sure. How does someone go about getting uh, a car in their in their business name, and and better yet, transferring a car from their personal credit to their business? I'm sure you have to have some form of revenue for a bank to trust that, right? You got me drinking a lot of water today. <laughs> so, I saw a Facebook ad. It's a lot of misleading information out here on social media. The girl said transfer your business to your 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 personal to your business name. That's right. dumb. It's not smart. You're not building your business credit like that. All you doing is changing names. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't benefit. No. It's still going to be on your personal credit. So why would you do that? She's not telling you once you do that, your insurance will be more because it's commercial insurance. She's not telling you that. Mm-hmm. She's not telling you that once you do that, your interest is going to be higher because you're a business. Oh. You don't get zero APR with business. Wow. You get more because businesses are made to to, to generate revenue, mm -hmm. income. That's why Comcast is higher in business. You know, different things are higher because it's a business. So if you have a car in your personal name, stop listening to people and do not transfer it over. You know, don't do it. What you want to do is you can refinance it refinance it in, into a business loan. Not, 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 or trade your car in, mm -hmm. get a brand new car, <laughs> business name only, no social. But it takes like, I guarantee my customer like up to six months as far as like, and get up to $50,000 in business funding. But I also yeah. have a relationship with a lot of dealerships. Yeah, so that's key. I'm not just going to send them anybody. Like you, most definitely, I will send them because a lot of people make people harm. They're not going to pay that car, no. Yeah. So somebody like you, I know you're building. So most definitely, send you to to my dealership. They'll take care of you, mm -hmm. and put it in your business name only. No social, but you will pay. I think my interest on that Palisade is about nine percent. That's I still can, pretty good for a business. I hate it because 
my interest was like 1%, 2% because of my personal credit. Mm. But okay. with me buying a house, another house, it will help with your debt to ratio. So that's another good reason why you don't want stuff in your personal name. You want in your business name because you can get a business bigger loan. You can get a loan up to a million dollars for the business. Yeah. Personal, the biggest you can get is 50000 Your interest is going to be probably like 17% to 40% on interest. So business loans are a little bit better. But when it comes to the business loans, they charge you up front. They get their money up. So you started today, tomorrow yeah. they're going to charge the interest out the way. So you borrow 15000 they may charge you 4000 for the loan. So tomorrow you owe nineteen grand. Change your mind. We don't care. We want our $19,000. Okay. So can you talk a little bit about, uh, so so what is the debt to income ratio? I know, you know, we, we're going to have viewers who know all this stuff, right? But we want to also help the people who don't know jack squat about credit because we're, we're not taught this, right? What is the debt to income ratio? And also, what does it mean to personally guarantee something? So you say sometimes if you transfer into your business name, your social may be still tied to it. Your business credit not up there. So, so what, what is it does it mean to personally guarantee something? And what's the debt to income ratio? Mm-mm, don't personal guarantee it because it, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense because it's going to be on personal credit. Yeah, but some people still do it. Um, you know, you have to sometimes in beginning stages. It depends on who you with. You let me mentor you, you ain't gonna have to do that. No, you just skip that. Yeah, you just skip that. <laughs> that's right. So, so, so one th- I like talking to stories sometimes so you can understand. So say if you want to get a house, right? Mm-hmm. Your house is, the one you want is $2,000 a month, okay? You go buy a car. Your car is $700. Mm-hmm. Now you only can get a $1,300 house because your debt to ratio is, you know, that car is going to mess with your buying power. Mm-hmm. Like if you buy a solar panel and it's $100,000, Whatever you paying monthly is going to tie into your monthly payment for your new house. So that's why it's always wise to don't get anything until you get your house. Mm-hmm. Because they don't really care about debt ratios when it comes to cars like that. Unless you're getting a car for over 100 grand, it's different. But $30,000, $40,000 car, they don't care about none of that stuff. Really? Yes. What if you have like multiple cars on your credit? Like me. You. <laughs> somebody like you. Yeah. I most definitely think that you should. They will love you. Because if Hurst can do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Most definitely take those cars and put them in your business name. Now, you know, you're not using, it's like you're not using your personal money. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of business owners, they use their own money to fund their business, which doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Use the bank money, buy the car with the bank, make your money back in like a year. Mm Because, you know, you you have the car, then how's the car business, which you're doing right now? How is that right now? It's good. I'm doubling my money on each car. At least doubling so how does it feel to borrow some money from me instead of you? I give you fifty grand, right? Mm-hmm. In the year you pay me back sixty, but you made one twenty, and you do it again, and you do it again, and you do it again, and that's the goal. Walmart does they does that all the time. They get the product and then they sell it. Yeah, get the behind. product and then sell it. Then give the consumer their money. Mm-hmm. It's it's all about turning a liability into an asset. You know, in that case. But yeah, for the debt to income, you know, like banks can see that. You know, when I was getting my house earlier this year, before I closed, they looked at that. They said, okay, you have this in your credit, this. Okay, you can afford this mortgage because it actually breaks it down when they check your credit score, like what your minimum payment is on your credit card. If it's 100, 200 per credit card, and they look at how much income you have coming in, they're like, okay, this is how much income you have, this is how much you have to pay for these credit cards and 
you know, car notes. Okay, so now you have this discretionary money. So with me right now, you know, I'm kind of toast until I move some cars over, you know, into my business name because I have a few cars on my credit, you know, like 60, 30,000, 40. So they're, they're kind of like, okay, you know, even though I have the income, I still have a lot of, in their mind, liabilities, even though it's an asset to me, I have a lot of stuff on my credit right now. So, so my goal with you is to, Probably trade some of them cars in and we get you a new across with them. We trade them in, put them in your business name, pay off them loans in your personal name. Now your debt ratio is going to go down. So that's what my goal when it comes to you. So that's what I want to do it as soon as possible. Yeah. I'm sorry we didn't <laughs> I got you. but I got to just remember what I <laughs> I, I got you. <laughs> you right now I'm going to hit you up. What what are some banks that are good that people can get loans from? Personal credit or business credit? Using a personal or business, um, if they need like a loan, people with fair credit, good credit, poor even, what are some banks? That's hard because banks don't like really give money like that. Because I hear about lending tree, interest, lot. interest, high interest. interest so high. you have like one main. Whoo! I had I was paying like four hundred dollars. I had took like twelve thousand out, and at the end of that, they wanted like twenty two or twenty three back, mm. and I paid it back like as soon as possible because. So I'm thinking I love Navy Federal. Navy Federal, but the interest is probably like 15 to 18%. Mm-hmm. Alliance Credit cool. Union. Credit unions. Credit unions cater to people faster than, you know, other people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, credit unions, most definitely. Yeah, the credit unions. Okay, okay. So what advice do you have for anyone looking to build their business credit? Besides contact you or anyone else <laughs> who has actual results, like what what advice do you have? Have a plan. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have a business that makes sense. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are turning hobbies into businesses. Yeah. You know, you selling water and that's your business or you, you making cookies. You know, it's, it's a lot of competition out here. You get with the right person. It can be anybody, you know. Game plan and be prepared to pay taxes because we didn't say nothing about that yet. Say if you make a hundred grand on your taxes, right? Mm-hmm. We were taught to write everything off. Yeah. Write it off, write it off, write it off. But what's the bad thing about that is if you write off a hundred thousand, you only made, you made, you made a dollar. Mm-hmm. So it's good in the beginning to like pay your taxes too, because it's showing how much money you're making. That's why a lot of realtors, hairstylists, Barbers can't get houses because mm-hmm. they keep writing everything. I was just gonna say that off because of what we were taught. I, I, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> uh, I wrote off a lot when I first started my business. I mean, it, it was legit, but you know, I wrote off a lot, and I said, okay, I made you know, just I made like forty k for my business this year, you know, including my actual income, and they're like. So it's it, not nothing wrong with it, but it's you not have smart. thirty thousand dollars written off. I mean, so for right. that forty k ten, you know what's that really? Right, ain't nothing wrong with it. Yeah, know? for sure. But if you're gonna write stuff off, mm-hmm. wait till in the millions. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, you're gonna write off a thousand, two thousand. There's a lot of people like Grant Cardone. Yeah, they don't write that millionaire. Yeah. He's writing off millions. Shoot, he a billionaire, but now ain't he? With real he estate, got a lot of he a billionaire. So he got a lot of money. So yeah, <laughs> not yet, because the rich don't pay taxes. Yeah, because of write-offs and depreciation and yes. and stuff like that, basically. Okay. So, any advice to someone wanting to start their own, you know, credit repair company or get in, get into that field? 
I know it's a lot, you know. It's a lot. It's a lot of laws. It's a lot of laws. You got to do your mm-hmm. research. It's a lot of laws. It's a headaches. You got to understand <laughs> that mindsets are totally different. So you got people that you can't give up. You can't quit because some people think that buying a pair of shoes is more important. Buying alcohol is more important, you know. Buying their kids Christmas presents is more important and moving their kids in a better neighborhood. So my thing is to don't give up, stay focused, do your research. You have to study because if you don't know a lot of things, because if you know what you're doing, you can get sued. Yeah, for sure. You can get sued. You got to get your license. and It's a lot of stuff when it comes to credit repair. So if you're not ready to do it on your own, I suggest it's a lot of companies out here that, that you can partner with that, you, that that can help you along the process. So that's what I suggest. And how do you think we as a culture can move forward as far as like knowing that it's important to like fix our credit? It's tough to, to get past them, that, that mental barrier. You know what I mean? So how can we move on? One thing I will say is change who you're around. Mm-hmm. Change your surroundings. You have to change who you're around. That's the thing. You can't be around the same people. As you grow, you know, I'm 40 years old, so I'm not going to tell you I'm about to go hang out at grammar school. I'm going to prom tomorrow. So as you go and get around certain people, it's going to force you to change. And once you're around different types of people, it's going to make you look at the world differently. Because like I said, I was around mentors that was talking to me about credit. But when mm-hmm. I was younger, my mentors were drug dealers. So there ain't nothing about no credit. I'm yeah, thinking facts. Yeah. that I want to be a drug dealer when I get older. That's all I said on social media. I said, hey, what do you want to be? I didn't want to tell my mother what I want to be. I want to be a drug dealer. It's fine. You stand on the corner. You make your money. You party. Yeah. But when people start getting shot, when people start going to jail, I just had to start hanging around people that's like you or different people that's going to help me challenge what I was taught. For sure. Because hanging around you and I feel like me, you have a better relationship than people I knew like for years, you know, in the, in the short time that we've known each other. But being, hanging around you, I'm thinking more about credit, my business credit. I, I still have to get with you on that. I'm like, OK, I have to do this, this, you know, and it's, it's, just, it's definitely made me more mindful, you know, when it comes to credit. For sure. So where can people find you on social media? My name is Zadri Pickens, Z-O-D-R-E-Y, not Zadni, Zadri, okay? <laughs> Pickens, P-I-C-K-E-N-S. I'm not really, I'm on Instagram, but I'm not that good with Instagram, but most definitely I can't get back to you. For um, sure. Just Zadri Pickens, look me up, it's only one, only me, Zadri Pickens, Z-O-D-R-E-Y, P-I-C-K-E-N-S. For sure, for sure. So thank you, Zadri, for coming on to this episode, talking about personal and business credit. Hopefully people found value in it credit is really important that's how people are buying up real estate starting businesses buying storage units which is really popular right now people are building wealth wealth using their credit using someone else's money because their credit score is good it's really important so invest in that credit thank you zajri i'll see you guys on the next episode all right